The festive season is almost upon us. Here in Holland has the guide on how to enjoy it like a Dutchy. So what are the customs, the do's and the don'ts, and what should you try? A quick search online throws up some random stuff. There's something called midwinter horn blowing. There are some handy videos explaining the Dutch Christmas terminology. Welcome everybody, because Christmas is almost upon us, we thought it would be a good idea to explain how we Dutch people celebrate Christmas, or as we call it, Kerstmus. And if you're feeling brave, you might want to join the crowds at the winter sales. Or maybe use the time to stay at home and polish your Dutch. Hallo iedereen, mijn naam is Gabriella. Kerstmis, de 25e en 26e van december, is de tijd van het jaar waar de winkelstraten worden versierd met lichtjes en veel dennengroen. I turn to Abuzer van Leeuwen, the man behind the website Dutch Review, for a survival guide for internationals in the Netherlands for the festive season. Can you introduce yourself, please? Yeah, sure I can. Uh, thanks for having me here, Andy. My name is Abuzer van Leeuwen. Uh, Abuzer is my weird first name. And uh, Van Leeuwen as well, the Dutch, uh, <laughs> the regular Dutch surname. So okay, uh, that's me. I uh, live in Leiden, just like you do. Uh, 33 years old. And I'm heading the great and glorious website of DutchReview.com. Okay, cool. Where does the name come from then, Abuzer? Uh, oh, well, actually, I'm part Turkish-Kurdish. And then I think my dad just thought it up and then my mom just went along with it obviously without checking any English language dictionaries or anything like that so every time now when I'm abroad uh, and I meet some English or American folks uh, they're always quite surprised by the name can't blame them though okay okay oh well that's that's uh, cleared up anyway all right um we're going to talk about Christmas a uh, survival guide for expats uh, to Christmas you're from Dutch Review yeah. you, you're a great website you're renowned for the kind of knockabout articles great articles oh, thank you uh, fun articles about explaining the Netherlands to uh, international people we do our best or oh. our worst uh, that's <laughs> how you look at it <laughs> how about the survival guide to Christmas then what uh, what do expats really need to know about uh, Christmas in the Netherlands well well, first of all, there's the big Sinterklaas. You can't talk about Christmas in the Netherlands if you don't talk about Sinterklaas first. And Sinterklaas used to be like this party for children. And, well, I guess it still is. But, of course, there's the whole uh, Black Pete debate, Swarte Pete debate. Which, oh, the last podcast was about that. Yeah. You better not go there Yeah, anymore. better not go there anymore. I, I'm also done with it now as well. Like, everybody is, like, nowadays relieved when it's the 6th of December in the Netherlands. And we could just say, like, sayonara to Swarte Pete and uh, bring in the Santa Claus. And, well... Uh, one thing about Christmas in the Netherlands, I think, is all the eating. I think since 15 years or something now, the Dutch are, like, pretty big on eating. Like, there's turkey going on there. Uh, like, great big dishes brought over by, uh, well, the famous British chefs who are now all over the place on our television as well. And, of course, there's the Dutch culinary tradition. Culinary, did I pronounce it right? Culinary? Yeah, yeah. Culinary tradition. Yeah, 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 that's better. That's a tricky one. English pronunciation always rules above the Dutch ones. Um, of gourmetten. And gourmetten as well, of course, the shit for Dutch people to do at first or second Christmas Day or any of the other Christmas parties. Uh, okay, gourmetten well. then. Go on, explain. What is, what is it exactly for people who don't know? Like, well, you get your gourmet style. Just like yeah. a hot plate, yeah. And... Well, you get your small pans, small pa- uh, pans and pads. You get your small sauces. You get like loads of bread, and then your mother or mother-in-law gets like the 
big ass plate with all the kinds of little meats on it. And we have all the Dutch things going on there, like uh, blindevink, slavink, uh, little worsters, little sausages, uh, little hamburgers, uh, little steaks, which always run out the first time because then, you know, that's the most prominent and expensive uh, meat on the platter there. And then there's the chicken, which you always have to like bake through completely until it's black. Otherwise, your mom will tell you you will get salmonella and you don't want that with like New Year's Eve later on. And what's what's the etiquette then on this? Is it tricky or do you just dive in and kind of like elbows, get everybody out of the way well, and just eat as much as I'm you can? I'm a dive-in kind of guy. So maybe I'm not the right person to ask. But then again, yeah. Um, you first wait until like the, the thing is hot. Um, and then uh, to kill time, you drink loads of wine and, you know, eat all the bread and all the, the sauces. So you're already stuffed on that. That's an amateur mistake, though, by the way. You know, you got to wait until it's hot and then get the meat on there. Don't go too early. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then and then you just wait there and chat about and, you know your mom doesn't have to do the cooking so she's all pleased to buy it and your clothes become all smelly and you know, it takes like two hours or something so, <laughs> so that's that's like number one on the list gourmet it's unavoidable for Dutch Christmas What's, yeah. what else is kind of what else happens at Christmas uh, well there's of course the family issues uh, you can't go around for that one first the, there's like two days of Christmas so you can look up both families and then the family always lives in Etteleur or Drenthe or Harderwijk nobody of the Dutch family always lives into the same place or in the same spot altogether because that will be way too easy and then there's always like one aunt who isn't showing up although she promised to come there's always one uncle or aunt who always goes abroad to like the Caribbean because they say like they can't get the ho uh, holidays for their work and all that kind of stuff but you know it's really because they want to be away from the family <laughs> so they pull like a last minute switch on yeah, you and they kind of yeah. Yeah, if my sister is listening I'm talking about you damn it <laughs> <laughs> okay so there's family obligations and yeah there's family obligations what's a survival tactic then in a family obligation you know you might have to spend too long do you have a tip on escaping early or, or well, things to, how, how to deal with that I think getting a team out there because otherwise it's just going to be like just like oh we're meeting up for Christmas and for some families it might be fun but for other families you know and especially if the family tends to get smaller it's like a bit of an obligation, and so then you need maybe something to do. Like, uh, I think number one thing that Dutch people want to do, besides gourmetting, is watch Home Alone, which are probably the <laughs> British Americans will do as well. And I then, see there's like Home Alone 5 now. One of my kids was watching that the other day, yeah, and like, it was like you, Home Alone I don't 5. Want to stand for the that. first one was terrible. I mean, the five. Yeah, well, the first and the second ones are, might be terrible, but they're classics, at least for like Joe. And I'm always rooting for Joe Pesci to get the kid, you know, <laughs> never does. And then like, uh, the third and fourth and fifth one aren't what Macaulay McCulkin, right? I, I, I wouldn't know. I'm not an expert, but I believe not. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. an expert, ladies and gentlemen. I can tell. <laughs> uh, so that's one of the things Dutch people do. And then I don't think there's any Christian component about it nowadays anymore. Like, okay. Uh, yeah. It's just celebrating with uh, watching the commercials go by. Some uh, people maybe go to midnight mass on Christmas yeah, Eve. Yeah. Some people. But not very might, many anymore. I didn't met that many of them. Mm -hmm. uh, they do more about charity. Okay. Uh, Dutch people do a bit of charity around Christmas. You're listening to Here in Holland with me, Andy Clark. I'm talking to Abuzer van Leeuwen from Dutch Review about the Dutch take on Christmas and New Year. If you haven't subscribed to the Here in Holland podcast yet, then why not? You can do it via your iPhone or Android podcast app. Not sure how it all works? Then skip over to hereinholland.com for a how-to. You can listen to the podcast there as well. OK, back to the show. Do you get questions from your, your readers from Dutch Review about 
Christmas and how that works in, in the Netherlands? Yeah, they're always asking what we're doing with Christmas Eve, and Christmas Eve is not a big thing in the Netherlands. There's also Christmas drinking nowadays, yeah. which is either on the 23rd or on the 24th. Do people ask you weird things at Dutch Review about uh, this time of year, whether it's you know related to Christmas and New Year's and stuff? Or any yeah, kind of- they also ask us if we do Santa Claus. And, you know, uh, because I get it, because we already have like Sinterklaas, and then there's... Uh, 5th of December, yeah, of course, yeah. Sinterklaas, who's pronounced Kerstman, of course, in uh, in Dutch. And then there's even a story that Santa Claus is derived from, uh, Sinter- from the Dutch Sinterklaas, uh, but uh, if I'm correct, like Coca-Cola also invented Santa Claus, just like the Coca-Cola commercial with the Coca-Cola uh, truck, which is just the best. Um, so that's what's Christmas uh, all about for me, the Coca-Cola truck. But apart from that, <laughs> yeah, th- so we do also Santa Claus. And nowadays, the Dutch people are also big on giving each other presents when yeah. it comes to uh, Christmas as well. Is it more bigger presents at uh, <coughs> Christmas or bigger Christmas, uh, presents at Santa Claus? I think with grown-ups, you get bigger presents uh, with Christmas. And then for the kids, it's uh, bigger with Santa Claus. And then with my family, we tend to give each other uh, little presents uh, or bigger presents actually with Christmas and then only tiny uh, tedious things with uh, Sinterklaas. Okay, and decorations, sometimes you get in the UK and the US as well, I guess, with neighbours who kind of try and outdo each other with Christmas lights outside. I see sometimes walking around in Leiden that people are now going for it and, you know, a whole flat is lit up with the sleigh and the Santa Claus and trees and everything. Next door, there's nothing. You know, maybe, <laughs> is it people going for this more and more now? or is it? Yeah, people are going for this more and more every year. I think it's been around since the 90s. Before that, it was like non-existent. And then people only used to have like the horrible colored Christmas lighting with the flashing things going on there and nowadays people try to do it a bit more with a bit more style but sometimes it's still ugly and then just come to think of it back at my home we only have a Christmas tree as well and you know one of these weird hats where my cat goes in to sit and then we look at it and then we guess that this is Christmas for us the okay. cat is sitting in a Christmas hat <laughs> yeah you've got to have a hat for the, for the pets in the yeah, house yeah. Yeah, yeah so yeah we're basically we're all about that it would be nice actually if some people could send some Horrible Christmas decorations pictures uh, from their house or their neighbors to Dutch Review. That would be great. Uh, we'll be happy to showcast them. Okay, and there's a definite call out then for people. Send your, your pets in whatever they're wearing. Yeah, send Christmas. your pets, your weird Christmas lighting, all the, the horrible and great Christmas traditions to Dutch Review. And then uh, we'll put them on there with credits and all that. Do you have people who do virtual Christmases? Maybe people could send no, pictures of that. That would be great, actually, if somebody could like tell us if they're having like a Skype Christmas with the whole family. And she's like... Yeah. Uh, and, and the Dutch have uh, the Eerste Kerstdag and Tweede yeah. Kerstdag. That's like Christmas Day and Boxing Day, for we would say, in the UK. Uh, first, there's Christmas Eve, which is not that big in the Netherlands. And uh, most people have to work until the 24th, and then they go away on 4 o'clock. Or, you know, celebrate hard at the Christmas office drinks. And then the first day of Christmas is the the big one. Everybody's to their family uh, on that way. And then we watch Home Alone, Rue Metting. And then for the other family, there's also second... Christmas Day, uh, which is also celebrated, and at least you get that day off in the Netherlands. Like both of the days are like uh, ho- proper holidays, and then you can also celebrate uh, Derde Kerstdag with your friends, which we also did for quite a while. And you know that's actually quite nice because you have leftovers. Everybody's already stuffed. You all saw your family, and then you get together with your friends and you know celebrate properly. That's kind of an informal after party. Yeah, and even like if you got loads of friends, you can do like uh, a Kerstdag even. So. <laughs> <laughs> you can keep going. Yeah, three hundred and sixty fourth Kerstdag, and then you can start the, again. Yeah, sure. And most of the people uh, from the Netherlands just take the week off in between Christmas and uh, New Year's Eve because, uh, well, otherwise 
you are going to be alone at the office. And well, there are actually some people who like like working at uh, in between Christmas and New Year's Eve because well, you'll be alone at the office if you don't like your colleagues. That's like a great solution. Mm. And New Year, of course, the whole of the Netherlands <coughs> tries to basically blow the Netherlands up with fireworks. Yeah, that's a sad situation for a lot of pets out there. Um, yeah, sure. Uh, selling of fireworks starts like three days before New Year's Eve, or nowadays maybe one day before something like that. Long story short, if you live in a city, don't go out there. People will be blowing up dustbins, mailboxes, and all that kind of stuff. Um, there's actually a big debate going on nowadays if fireworks, or at least like the exploding fireworks, should be banned. Yeah. So I think we're getting there, especially, especially banning all the fireworks. And the Netherlands, in general, although a fun place on New Year's Eve, also isn't quite a safe place. On the, uh, You New sound as though you're not a fan of the firework thing. Actually, I used to be like addicted to it when I was a kid. Um, until I was like 13 or 14. And then later on, I didn't care for it so much. And now when I'm turning into this old guy, yeah, uh, I'm like getting scared about it and, you know, telling kids to go away and do their firework business someplace else. So, yeah, I think that's the gray hair talking nowadays. And And then, okay, let's not get too negative (coughs) on all of that. No, it's also good fun. You get get to eat Olibola, you get to hang with your friends, party. uh, For people who don't know what Olibola are, healthy snacks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, I can't even say. I can't even lie about it that I like them. They're just like doughy things, and they don't even have the sweetness of donuts. They're like, and they're all oily, and they got raisins in it. And yeah, you know, there's it's always like a big test. sort of lump of <coughs> yeah. bread, Do you deep like them, fried Andy? in. Uh, well, yeah, they're nice. I mean, it's just because it's sugar and fat. I think basically yeah. they're a bit kind of gooey. If you make your own, then you need to have at least one when it's like New Year's Day, yeah. or New Year's Eve. It's basically like a heavyweight donut. But our, our readers go crazy for it, and if you're a reader of Dutch Review and you're listening to this, we laugh holy bull off course <laughs> sending the only ball of pictures too okay um do you have either from yourself a memorable story of kind of the festive period either a funny story or a kind of touching story or something that you can leave us with a kind of feeling well of course there's always making fun about meeting up with your family and gourmet and watching home alone and blowing uh, the stuff out of uh, blowing the smithereens out of the country on new year's eve but uh, we tend to notice with our readers that they go back to their family or meet up with their loved ones. And uh, I myself are also looking forward to that because, well, it's one of those things you know you're going to get together. Uh, you know you're going to have some fun. And most of the time it's going to be pretty great. And then even when it's just like the Coca-Cola Santa Claus Christmas time with all the grumetting, uh yeah, it's just a period of time. We're looking forward to it. And afterwards you've got January and February. And what's that about? Like that's just two great months where... Nothing happens. It's just dark and cold and rainy and without the Christmas tree. So, yeah, like I'm looking forward to Christmas. And your message to everybody listening? Have a great Christmas, everybody. Don't eat too much. Do gourmet. And don't blow the country to smithereens on New Year's Eve. Okay. Well, a uh, bit then. <laughs> I'll go for that too. Okay. Thank you very much for talking no to you in Holland. Thanks for having me here. You're welcome. My guest for this look at the Dutch at Christmas was Abuzer van Leeuwen, the man behind the website Dutch Review. If you fancy sharing your take on life in the Netherlands, then you can do that there too. So, um, and how can people find Dutch Review if they haven't found you guys already? The best bet is just to go to DutchReview.com or look us up on Facebook. Uh, We've got some followers over there. And we're also on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube... And I think Google+, Plus, but nobody uses that anymore. And people can write for you as well? Is that, is that correct? Yeah, we, actually, we've got a great team uh, of volunteers. Uh, over 100 people contributed to Dutch Review in its existence. And we've got a team of about 30 
regular contributors. So I also want to send them my best regards for the holidays. Uh, they're like the, uh, the the heart of Dutch Review, and you know they make everything possible. And if people want to join up uh, and have something funny to write about the Netherlands or anything to say about the Netherlands in general, and they can do it in proper English, they can just send us an email, and we'll uh, get their articles up there. So what are you waiting for? And if you'd like to share your thoughts on Here in Holland, I'd love to hear from you too. You can find me at hereinholland.com and on Facebook too, of course. And don't forget to tell family and friends all about Here in Holland. It's the podcast in English about life with the Dutch. What's not to like, eh? The Netherlands is great, so let's tell everybody all about it. And if you're listening before the holidays, then have fun. And if it's afterwards, then I hope the New Year's resolutions are going well and the hangover has subsided. From me, Andy Clark, thanks for listening.